Welcome to Academy Days, a Christian fiction podcast for teen girls. I'm your host and author, Judith. Welcome to the story. Academy Days, Episode 31, Summertime. London Pella grabbed a handful of snapper noisemakers and twirled in a circle. Little pops crackled against the garden sidewalk in the winter's backyard as she tossed the snappers to the ground. That's for you guys, London said, grinning at Carmen and Ira. Congratulations on graduating and your launch into adulthood. Carmen leaned her elbows on the picnic table, a piece of half-eaten strawberry cake in front of her. Don't mention that word, she said. What? Graduation? London stepped over the bench and sat down across from her friends. No, adulthood. Carmen blew out a breath of air. It's way past college application due dates, and I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. London shrugged. You'll figure it out. You're one of those people. Ira inched his hand toward Carmen's abandoned plate of cake. One of those people? Carmen slapped his hand away. I'm one of those people who likes to finish their own cake, thank you. Ira grunted and stood up. Be back soon. See, you're already fighting like a married couple, adulting. Carmen rolled her eyes. We're just friends. London smirked. Mm-hmm, and I bet that'll change soon. She swung her legs back over the bench and leaned against the table, her back to Carmen and watched as Mr. Winters continued to set up for fireworks. Sophie Schroeder flitted around the yard, lighting tiki torches and citronella candles, adding little flashes of light into the dusk. Really, what do you mean by one of those people? Carmen said. London shrugged. You know, one of those people who does something profound and helpful for God and the rest of humanity. Like I've told you, Carmen... You just have that air about you. Air? What are you, a psychic? No, but... London caught sight of Lacey coming down the back porch steps into the yard, her hands full of long, skinny boxes. A slideshow of summer nights shimmered through London's mind, and she jumped to her feet. Sparklers! She grabbed a pack as it slid out of Lacey's hands and then helped her friend spread the boxes of firecrackers out onto a nearby table. Sophie, London called out across the yard, bring the lighter. Sorry, it's empty, Sophie said. There's another one in the kitchen on top of the fridge, Lacey said. London jogged towards the house. What a perfect start to summer. Evening air whisked against her face, soft and mild. Winston opened the lid of the charcoal grill as London passed, and he forked up a hot dog. Did guys ever stop eating? She glanced over her shoulder as a whine of sound crescendoed into the sky, Mr. Winters setting off a test firework. "'Are you sure that's far away enough from the house?' Mrs. Winters called, passing London on the porch steps. Ernest, further from the house and my garden. It's fine, Cynthia. Nothing is going to catch on fire, Mr. Winters said, and then bent his head over a box with Mr. Irving from next door. Boys, Mrs. Winters muttered, 
I'm not paying for a new roof when he sets this one on fire. London swung open the screen door. See, Carmen and Ira had the married banter down already. She paused, catching the edge of an intense voice. When did my interior decorating career become so important to complete strangers? London's mom said, her back to the porch door. I guess when my refurbishing business did, London's dad said, dumping a bag of ice into an open cooler. But this could be dangerous, Mom said, hugging her arms to her body. The lit screen of a phone shone in one hand. I don't think so. We'll just have to see it through. And then, Dad stood up and caught sight of London. London, uh, get enough to eat. London cocked her head. Yeah. A bit of the summer promise in the air slid backwards and away. What's dangerous about refurbishing furniture? Did Dad not wear his protective goggles again or something? Mom slid her phone into her pocket. She opened her mouth and then closed it. She turned to Dad and shook her finger at him. You know you'd better wear those glasses. You'll never know when one of those chemicals you use to remove old varnish is going to splash up into your eye. And your respirator. You need to wear your respirator when you're sanding. Old paint has lead in it sometimes. And besides, it can't be healthy to breathe in too much of that dust. I read online that... London reached up and grabbed the lighter off the fridge as Mom continued her lecture on workshop safety. Okay, then. I guess I'll get back to the party where people are enjoying themselves. She darted back out the door before Mom could turn on her and bring up bike helmets and sunblock. She paused on the porch and listened. Mom's tirade came to an abrupt stop as soon as the screen door slammed shut. Um, okay. Whatever. A curving shriek filled the air as a zip of light skyrocketed up beyond the housetops and trees. Mr. Winters and Mr. Irving hooted with glee and readied another explosion. London bumped Nora's reclining lawn chair as she passed by, jarring the other girl's gaze away from her phone screen. Come on, there's things to do and see that aren't electronic, London said, and waved the lighter in Nora's face. You're going to insinuate me? Nora said. Only if you don't get up and join the fun. London returned to the picnic table and opened a box of sparklers. Wave them around, Lacey. London said, like this. She arced hers high then low, sending sprinkles of light flying in every direction. Stiff-armed, Lacey jerked her sparklers in two tight circles. Loosen up, Nora lit one, then used it to light two more before waving all three in a wild circle. Ha, you think that is something? London said. She grabbed two in each hand and held them out for Ira to light. So? competition was one way to wake Nora up. She grinned as Nora, lips firm, grabbed just as many sparklers. Then, not even Nora could keep from smiling when her hands were full of raining fire and the sky above the yard suddenly burst with splashes of red and gold. Lacey took a deep breath and twirled. That's more like it, London said. 
As Mr. Winters and Mr. Irving, along with Winston and Corrin, continued to send color and sound hurling towards the stars, London led Lacey and Nora in a haphazard but energetic cheer of congratulations for the two graduates sitting side by side at the picnic table. Finally, London collapsed to the grass and gazed upwards at the light show. Nora and Lacey joined her. I can't believe those two aren't, you know, official. Nora whispered, nodding to where Carmen and Ira sat, heads tilted towards each other as they watched the fireworks. I bet they will be soon, London said. Lacey sighed. Yeah, probably. Lucky eighteen. Eighteen? Nora sniffed. What's that got to do with anything? Lacey hugged her knees to her chest. Oh, it's all because of Flora's flurry. London cocked her head. Huh? It's what we call Flora's junior year of high school. She had five boyfriends in two semesters of school. London stared. What? Yeah. London waved a hand. I was in middle school and kind of oblivious. Mom explained it to me after dropping the bombshell last fall that I wasn't allowed to date until I was 18. London exchanged a look with Nora. Okay. Okay. See, Fleur was kind of a mess after five breakups, and so Mom and Dad said no more dates until she was 18. It gave her most of her senior year to recover. London nodded. Oh, well, I guess that makes sense. London blew out a loud huff of air. Yeah, maybe. Only Ira isn't exactly like Flora. Neither am I. Flora's energetic and magnetic, and I was a nerd, and I'm, well, I'm about as charismatic as a bag of flour. London reached out one foot and gave Lacey a gentle kick. Stop it. Flour has many, many uses. Nora rolled onto her stomach and propped her chin in her hands. Exactly. I'm just saying, it's not likely that either Ira or I would ever have a fling like Flora's flurry. I think the rule is silly. Lacey glanced in Corin's direction. Not that it really changes anything anyway. Oh. London raised her eyebrows. I never knew you liked someone. Lacey squirmed, the fireworks overhead turning her face a pinky orange. Nora plucked up a blade of grass and twirled it between her fingers. Seems like your parents' rule didn't keep Carmen and Ira from being friends. Really good friends. London nodded, and think how sketchy it would have been if they dated while Carmen lived in your basement apartment. Lacey sat up straight. Oh, yeah, I never really thought about that. See? London looked at Nora out of the corner of her eye, remembering one of those last Tuesday group conversations. God working in and through circumstances. She smiled towards the couple at the picnic table. But now, well, I guess nothing much is standing in their way. Nora uprooted another handful of grass, except college and jobs and figuring out how to afford life. London flipped Nora's ponytail over her face. You're just too cheerful sometimes, Nora. She watched as Ira said something, and a smile broke out on Carmen's face. Right now, 
Flora's flurry seemed pretty relatable in comparison. I know, Jesus, London prayed silently. I gave you all that stuff last summer. Still, makes a girl feel pretty dumb when she thinks about some choices. London shook the thoughts of past mistakes away and leaned back on her elbows. This last school year had been different, better, just like she'd hoped and prayed it would be. Prepare yourself for the grand finale, Mr. Winters yelled. Starbursts and zigzags and dripping fountains of yellow, blue, and green blanketed the sky. And then, through the hazy blue, a word formed. Congratulations, hung suspended in midair as everyone cheered. The word drifted, faded away. But as London stood to her feet, ready to move into the ring around the campfire, she took the word into her heart. Sure, Mr. Winters had met it for Carmen and Ira, but somehow it felt like a hug from God just for her. She'd made it through the school year without repeating the past, and that was something to be happy about, too. She paused near the porch and fished up a cold soda from the cooler. She stood, glancing up towards the slow creak of the porch swing. There her parents sat, something very unparty-like in their expressions. Mom's hand hovered near her face. Was she chewing on her fingernails? Mom, the woman who'd threatened sixth-grade London with extra chores and allowance fines if she didn't break the habit? Mom, the one who kept a nail care kit within easy reach in all situations? Maybe Mom had suddenly developed a phobia of fireworks. London popped her soda and hurried towards the campfire. If adulting meant you couldn't enjoy fireworks, food, and friends, then maybe Carmen was right in disliking the word. Her parents were making adulthood look pretty dull at this moment. Thank you for listening to another episode of Academy Days. Happy summer! Bye!